0: Welcome to Masterpiece Women. This is Tina Rains, and I'm the founder of Masterpiece Women, and I am so excited to have you here today. We are a community of authentic women from all over the world, growing together personally, professionally, building businesses and ministries together. And today you're going to hear from a great speaker. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite tea and sit back and grow with us. Thanks for being here, ladies. Well, hello and welcome back, Masterpiece Women. We are so thrilled to have you today. And today we're going to just have a great speaker again. You know, God always gives us these amazing speakers. So hold on to your seats. We have Malia Diana. Malia, I'm gonna get your name right, Malia. (laughs) (laughs) Malia Diana, she's a podcaster. The she has the vertical relationship show as well. So she's a fellow podcaster, she's a best-selling author, certified Christian counselor, certified biblical therapist, and faith-based clinical counselor. So, how about that? She's credentialed, she's beautiful, she's got a heart after God and her when you ask her what she'd like to do she says i just want to help women which i love that so welcome alia how are you today good thank you so much for having me oh absolutely after we talk Masterpiece Women is all about authenticity and building relationships and building businesses. And when you and I spoke the first time and we discussed having this, I thought, oh my gosh, she is such a masterpiece woman. Like you are the epitome of what a masterpiece woman is, has a heart to serve others, has a heart to grow and has a heart to, of generosity. That's really our three pillars. So thank you for joining us. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Talk (laughs) to me a little bit about your journey, Malia. I would love for them to get the audience to just get to know you a little bit better and hear a little bit more about you. How did you get started in your calling? What did that look like for you? Whew, that's that's a long story.
1: (laughs) Make it short, girl, make it short. I'll compile it in like a a, a paragraph here. So I have been in the medical and fitness field for 15 years love love doing what i'm doing uh helping people reach goals is such a huge part of me i love that part of it but what god was showing me and telling me he has more for me and in the process i was writing my book going through that but then COVID hit and i knew even before then god was showing me to tell me to leave my current job which is in physical therapy and i was like i couldn't you know it's like i was like i can't god i can't and even though he said yes you can i actually went into the office put in my 2 weeks and they held me there. You know, it is what it is. I was fighting disability for my husband and I just kind of had to keep this family afloat, so I had a hard time letting go of that plus I loved it still, but I knew he had more for me. So when covid hit, that was it. He was like, "Okay, this is it. You're getting your book out, I uh, became a counselor, all these things he started dropping little by little and it wasn't I did this all in, you know, one month or anything. This is a course of 2 years. You know, it was first get the book out, be a part, you know, I collaborated in some other books with other people. Then it was, okay, now you're going to get certified. Now you're going to do this. So along the way, he, he's showing me and dropping seeds. Okay. Now you're going to podcast. And I'm like, I don't want to podcast. <laughs> he's like, no, you're going to podcast. So little by little, he just started showing me, this is what he has called me to do in the area. And especially with Christian counseling and help and people with the inner healing deliverance part of it. So
0: I that is still. Yes. I love, so tell me a little bit about that inner healing and deliverance part of it, because, as you know, you know our whole ministry is based on ephesians two ten and oh we want every woman to know they're a masterpiece renewed in Christ so they can go do what God's plan for them to do right and, and now that's my paraphrase of ephesians two ten but those are our three main um, objectives, and so oh when looking at that, I recognize that in mass, becoming a masterpiece you have to be free of all that bondage. And I personally have gone through inner healing and really believe in a lot of people do not understand what that is exactly. So could you give us a little bit in a nutshell? What is that exactly? So people
1: understand what that means? Sure, sure. So I wanna like simplify it also. When we get saved and not a lot of people even understand this, our soul is restored, but our, our, our spirit is restored, but our soul is not. There's still a lot of inner work that God needs to do especially even with the body, the mind, will, and emotions, that part is where God needs to get in and really work. Those soul wounds, there's trauma from our past, from childhood, there's triggers. There's all these different areas that we kind of carry. Like you said, there's bondage and the devil will play off those things if we're not healed in those areas. So that's exactly what he has shown me to do. You know, it's like, go in there, let's break these strongholds. Let's, this is something I had to personally go through just like he did for you. You know, I was in a very narcissistic relationship where I had to break free from that. And I had to get really serious about my walk with Jesus. First and foremost, it was, I was that baby Christian. I was playing that Christianity that once a week. Oh, that's good enough. I'm a good person. And it's so much more than that. Oh, that's girl. A yeah, girl. That is. I, that hear was, you. <laughs> I,
0: I, I feel you. I hear you. And mm. I was so there until my early, what, well, late thirties. And I won't tell you how old I am now, but it's been a few years, quite a few years. But I remember, and having gone through the exact same thing, narcissistic relationships, (sighs) the pain, and not being completely healed. And I just didn't even understand what that total Mm -hmm. intimate relationship with Christ looked like because I had so many strongholds still holding me back until I surrendered completely, walked oh, through healing. Yes. And so it was powerful in my life. It was huge. huge. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer in it.
1: It is. And I thought was one thing that was like, well, why was I accepting it? You know, I had to take, that's the inner part is that I have to take, you have to like uh, take a look at that inner man, that inner soul. What is wrong with me? Why was I accepting this treatment? know why why is this okay to do this and do that like i had to take a good look and stop playing the blame game and that's when i had to get really serious about my walk with jesus and that is when i was like okay like that's it it's like i'm all in i'm not going to be half in and really really just on fire for him and like that was it it was just and it kept going
0: (laughs) yeah i i recall so vividly the year that i did that it was going Mm -hmm. through my divorce i was on my knees Um, the economy was plummeting, the housing market in South Florida was plummeting. I just bought a very expensive home and a few months earlier and everything around me was falling Mm -hmm. apart. And I was like, Lord, what do I do with this? And it brought me to my knees to the extent of I had to just rely on him and get back and go, okay, what in me is still broken that I'm accepting this kind of treatment number one and number two maybe I need to and I'm saying this to the women that might be going through a divorce Mm -hmm. might be in bad toxic relationships Mm -hmm. what in you is still broken and maybe you need to look at as I did taking a rest I literally took a sabbatical on dating and even any kind of relationship and I said okay two years well my two years other than a couple of very, very, very short couple of weeks kind of thing um, ended up being almost fifteen years. <laughs> but it was like, okay, I need to take some time and just get real and raw with okay. God and yeah. spend time growing and healing and figuring out what in me is still broken. And so mm. many women go back immediately because it just feels normal, even though it's unhealthy. That's their normal. They go back yeah. into these relationships, and it's a cycle. And, yeah. you know, that you it's know just, the statistics and the reality is till you stop and break the cycle yourself, which unless you break those soul ties, unless you really take mm-hmm. the time to seek counseling, to seek healing, to seek personal growth and spend tons of time in the word, study like you've never studied anything in your life, spend time with God, praying like you've never done before, worshiping like you've never done before. Mm-hmm. Suddenly he comes alive and that healing is like nothing I can explain to you. So, I mean, as you're speaking, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Uh That's what women need to focus on, especially walking through divorce and men, obviously, but this shows all for women. So if you're a man out there listening to our show, (laughs) we're glad you are. You need to do it too. But for all of you women, and I know, you know, divorce is a real thing, especially, Uh you know, nowadays. So Yeah. That's exciting. I love what you're doing girl. And I love, um, how you're building your organization. We talked about collaboration, collaboration. You're very much about collaboration, which is what we're about. We want to help women grow personally, professionally, build their businesses, build their ministries. And so we have people like yourself on our shows all the time. So it's exciting to, I
1: know. I I love how the Lord, those divine appointments too, because that's, that's it. It was a divine appointment. It's like, Oh, it's a coincidence. Nope. It's a divine connection.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, talk to me a little bit about when we're talking about building business, building ministry, mm-hmm. what would be that one piece of advice? I always ask this question on every podcast, cause I think it's so valuable to hear The advice that people have taken to be able to build their businesses or ministries, what would be that one piece of advice that you'd say, oh yeah, that was powerful. This is how I applied it.
1: I would say the greatest piece of advice I've learned that took me lots of falling down and getting back up is stop listening to everybody else's methods and journeys and the way they do it and look at, listen to God was showing you and telling you to do it. I think there's so many voices out there, like clamoring for your attention. And we focus on the wrong things. I think we focus on the $5 million business and, you know, six figure incomes and that's all great, but where's your heart in that? Is it, is it chasing after the money? Is the model idol, is that, is that really what you're after? Or are you after really changing hearts Are you after really doing the healing and, and doing what God's really calling you to do? So I would just say, really focus on that because that is so in our faces these days so in our faces and it was stuffed in my end too I even worked with a, a you know sales coach and I you know you spend money you invest in yourself but do it do it diligently do make sure that that person that you are maybe hiring to do things they're from God you know because the, the devil will divert you and kiss you off course
0: Absolutely, that's a great one. <laughs> Staying focused, focus, focus on in our masterpiece um, empowerment program. Well, actually, more in our thinking grow rich. We talk about that persistence, 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 and stay mm. focused. Because if you are an entrepreneur, think about it from just <laughs> the way God's created our brains. They're all over the place there. We're created with this vision to be visionaries, to be imagined, you know, have these imaginations and all of that. Right. And it's so easy for the enemy to try to distract us, divert us. And God says, no, you know, we just spoke about that earlier, like on our podcasts and videos, we're bringing somebody on just about every single episode. And the reason we are is because I don't want it to just be about me sharing my, you know, my leadership tools, et cetera, et cetera. There's so much to be able to gain from someone like yourself. And also for you to be able to share your vision, your knowledge with the women is invaluable for the women. So there's been people that have said, Tina, you know, that's not good for sales. I said, we're not really about sales. God's really big. God's going to build this podcast. He's going to build this ministry because he's called us to do it. And this is the way he's calling us to do it. So I I do find it. That's a phenomenal piece of advice is that, you know, stay focused. What has God called you? And if you don't know, get a mentor that's godly, that will walk you through it. And that's exact process that we're walking through in our courses right now is what is your vision statement? And some people go, well, I can't do that because I have no idea well, you got to start somewhere. And that's where we start. And six weeks into it, two or three of the ladies are still mulling through it, asking God, okay, well, I haven't gotten clarity yet yeah. of this piece of it. And it's, you know, changes. And I would say start somewhere yeah. where God has called you, but start, even if you're gonna, yes. and it will, it'll change. It'll morph it'll, and that's okay, yes. but start right. Yes.
1: And I say, be bendable be teachable and be bendable. Like that's Dumbie. another piece of advice because like you said, it's going to change throughout it. Like you said, like God started me off here then it's here then it's here. So it might, like you said, like conform in different ways and go different routes, but it's still for his glory. It's still for his kingdom, no matter how you say it. So
0: absolutely. Ask. Absolutely. Good, good, good stuff there. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about authenticity and vulnerability, yeah. which is one of the things that we're very passionate about is We believe, and this came from, you know, many times watching and speaking all over the world, my transparency, my vulnerability, and my sharing of my brokenness and sharing of my abuse and all those things allowed other women the freedom to also share about their hurts, their pains. And we believe that in order for women to be healed, they have to get it out. And so we're trying to really build a movement of deep relationships, authentic relationships, And vulnerability being, Mm. and even in our luncheons and our, our retreats, we're, we're very adamant about having conversations at the table and the women are loving, loving, loving it because they're building real authentic relationships. I know you're all about that too. Can you kind of share a little bit about how you apply it in your leadership and your ministry and Maybe even an example of a time where you were vulnerable and authentic and what the outcome, how powerful the outcome was for you.
1: Sure. Sure. So yes, I am all about it. I say in my, in my podcast, I'm I'm here with no fluff because God's truth too is direct. Sometimes it's not all sugar-coated. Like we get a lot in sometimes sermons, but like the truth, I'd rather give you the truth that sets you free than tippy toe around your feelings. And that might be harsh for some people, but it's like, but don't you want to grow? You want to mature. And that sometimes takes the authenticity, right? It it takes that that true repented heart for Jesus. And the vulnerability I use, it's called the ARC method. I call it in Christian counseling, and it's accountability, responsibility, and commitment. And I say, you have to get vulnerable. I said, if you do not get vulnerable with your pain, with your past, that's another thing that the enemy will held you in bondage. We have to get vulnerable if you're not willing to go. And sometimes we have to go backwards in order to go forwards. And not many are willing to do that because it hurts. It hurts. Like you said, it, it is not fun. The narrow path is not fun. It is, it's that pruning process that God does. It's, it's excruciating. And a lot of people will avoid that, but I'm telling you, you have to go, you have to walk through it in order to get over it. And I can't express that enough. And I, I call myself in my podcast all the time. So you talk about going, being vulnerable. I'm vulnerable all the time. And I'm like, Hey, listen, I've been there. I've been there and I've got, got through it, but to see what God can do with it. Right. He took that brokenness and he could turn it into something beautiful that the devil is using for bad. God will use it for the good. If you let him. Absolutely. Let him. It's
0: like peeling off that bandaid. <laughs> That's what I always describe it. Like if, unless you peel off that bandaid and let and this is really disgusting, actually, mm. of an example. But think about it. It's like, okay, this is the nurse in me, and maybe it's TMI. But think about a zit. <laughs> think about a pimple on your face, and it's like it's swelling, and you're you want to squeeze it because it's hurting, and yeah. you don't want to because it'll hurt if you do it. But you know, once you squeeze it, and it come feel of, better. Yeah. It feels better, right? And <laughs> yeah. I would, that's that's that pain. That's unforgiveness. That's pain. Yeah. That's Our histories that's our brokenness if we will just let it out and get it out and Mm -hmm. cleanse it then wow what god can do with it and it's just amazing the healing that comes from letting it out and being vulnerable and being authentic Mm -hmm. and i believe when you surround yourself with women that are like-minded as well and i've seen this over and over and over we can do amazing things for the Lord together. And so often there's this whole competitiveness in women. And I feel like when we're authentic and vulnerable and real, and we get to know each other at a deeper level and appreciate each other for Mm -hmm. who we really are and we encourage each other and we support each other. And we, like you said, hold each other accountable. Wow. There's no stopping what God can do with that. And I believe that he is calling us as a, as a movement and a group of women all over the world to be more authentic, to be more vulnerable, to help our sisters up, to help our sisters grow, to help our sisters build what they're dreaming of. And because they're God's dreams, all these businesses, all these things they're God's dreams. They're not ours. They're God's. So let's support one another and be more real. And even in leadership, I mean, any great leadership Um, individual will tell you the stories we do them all the time in life work leadership, you know, hear from these mega, we just heard from, oh my goodness, David, Dave Conklin from, he was the leadership VP, uh, VP of leadership for Chick-fil-A for many, many years now has his own organization. And He's going to be on my podcast. He might be the only man I'll ever let on my podcast. (laughs) Maybe I'll let one or two, but he was talking about, he shared his story about how powerful it was when he went to this, to this speaking engagement, he spoke, shared about all the leadership tools, all this, that, and the other. And then somebody said, so tell me, Dave, you must have had a phenomenal childhood. Can Mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about it? And he just broke out weeping because yes. he realized how unauthentic he had been for all these years, sharing because people really mm-hmm. had this perception of him of what an amazing leader which he was, what an amazing you know businessman which he was, but that wasn't all he was. he was also mm-hmm. a bunch of pain, a bunch of rejection, a bunch of abandonment, oh, no. a bunch bunch of things that he had had to walk through. And suddenly when he opened up, not only did the healing open up for him that he didn't realize that he was needing so desperately Mm -hmm. additional healing, but also it opened up this whole area of healing for so many leaders that feel Mm -hmm. like they have to be all of this. And it was just such a powerful talk because of that. And I thought, you know. It's it's just so invaluable, so it's so
1: powerful. Yeah, it, we don't know, and God has to like break us in order to build us back up the way He intends, right? We're we're His clay, you know. He's our Absolutely. Potter.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and speaking of clay. In authenticity and vulnerability, I think the greatest lessons are oftentimes our mistakes or oh, yeah. what were the failures we had, whether it's in business or personal, because people can resonate with them and they can actually, you know, mm-hmm. see themselves there and be more authentic and vulnerable themselves. Wanna ask you one to get a little vulnerable, a little bit real with us. All right. Tell me a little bit about a mistake you made, um, in your business or ministry that you would say, wow, it was a huge mistake, but these are the things I learned from it.
1: (laughs) That could be (laughs) part of, like you said, part of the mistakes is growing and learning, right? Um, I think just building the business of becoming an entrepreneur, learning everything by yourself. How do you build a website? How do you do this? How do you do social media posts? What's Canva? What's all these things that come along with it, um, but it stems back to what I told you earlier is chasing after everybody else's ways. Um, I, I'm a big advocate of invest best in yourself. Invest, invest, invest. You know, do what you got to do to get you there. That might be some courses. That might be some things. Be diligent on which ones it is. But I'll I'll be real here. I took, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on courses and all that stuff. And you take the good with the bad with it. Mm -hmm. So there was a course more for products and services. And what I took with that, I couldn't turn what they were doing. I couldn't do that, really do that with my business because it was so much deeper. It's a transformational work. So somebody that's teaching you how to maybe build a podcast or teaching you to play the guitar is very different from transformational healing so i couldn't take all those things all those nuggets you know i could take some of those things and then god had to show me okay is that really in alignment with what i'm showing you so i would say take the good with the bad um just focus really on what he's called you like we're all so imperfectly perfect we're so unique to god's calling just follow his what he's telling you to do and that becomes when we really start having that vertical relationship with him, which is the epitome of everything I do. I say that if we not write vertically, our horizontal relationships won't be right. And that is something that always stuck with me. Is, and the pain part, you saw, like pain is our biggest motivator. I talk about this in my book. It's one of our biggest motivators. It'll get us moving. It'll get us, and God will do what he has to do sometimes. And that's it's not pretty. It's not pretty, but it's it's it's, it's powerful. But it's real. The pain like. is real.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and you know, it's interesting you say that because that is one thing when I set on this course of doing Masterpiece Women, well, the luncheons I've done thousands of events in my life, probably, or hundreds, whatever. I mean, I've attended a kazoodles. So doing a luncheon was like, not a, I could do it in my sleep as far as like the operations, whatever, not a yeah. big deal. But then when um, I started the podcast, that was a really big deal for me. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And I, you know, even when the Lord saw calling me into doing coaching prior to doing Masterpiece Women, and I'm building an online platform. I built it all on my own. I did the same with masterpiece women started my own site. And now like in this next month, they have this deal and the same, you know, organization I have my mind through, they have this special. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like if I'd had someone walking me through every single day, how to do it. Um, but it was a learning curve. And what I have found with I've become, whatever I am looking to do, whatever God's called me to do, I do go out and look at the best in class and Mm -hmm. I go and I, I subscribe to it and I learn what they're doing, how they're doing and how they're doing well. I connect with them. I've, you know, put them on my podcast. I get on their podcast. I learn from them and I just absorb, like you said, a little bit of this one, a little bit of this, because the reality is there's 2000 million coaches probably out there, but there's 59 million people out there that are listening to podcasts that are on the web and all of that. So the reality is you may have a podcast. I may have a podcast, but people are going to relate differently to you than they relate to me. If they're on my podcast, it's because they're finding value here. If they're on yours, they're finding value there. They may find value on both. And when people get rid of that competition and see it as an opportunity to grow together, wow, the you know it's it's endless what you can do with it. It's I just know. so crazy um, when you pay attention to all the good. And then you know, then I delete my membership because I don't need to have twenty memberships to twenty different groups and don't have time for it. But yeah. I learned so much. I mean, I became a sponge of knowledge. And so I tell everybody especially, you know, there's so many of even ours, ours is first 30 days is free. You know, we want people to get on and experience it with us. So they understand Um, the value and it may or may not be for you. And that's okay. Because God's going to have just the right people in our group. And Mm -hmm. then we grow together. And those are the ones that he calls. And so it's pretty exciting. But You want to learn, become a sponge and become a um, absorbable sponge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then spit so. the ones out that you don't like. <laughs> yes. God saying no. Take the good with the bad. Like again, just keep that in mind. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So tell me, um, Malia, a little bit about your family. We didn't talk about your family. Oh. I forgot to ask. Sorry. That's the most important part. How do you tell me a little bit about them and how do you balance, um, your family life and doing all that
1: you're doing right now. Yeah, well, my son actually—I just told you—he just turned 17 this weekend. So, yikes! I know so fast, <laughs> so fast, and it's crazy here in Florida with the driving, right? So, it's been a little like a, uh, but you have to let them go and and, and blossom and turn into who they are. Um, so he's pretty—he's pretty diligent. He, he has—he's has a disability as far as his hearing losses. So he's had to really do a lot of speech and language and all that stuff uh, when he was very young. And the amazing part is he is a straight-A student in advanced classes and just excelling. And I'm like, how do you even do that with a hearing disability? It's amazing.
0: Good for him. That's I know. Awesome. And
1: he's he's, just, he's such a good, he's an old soul. Like He's such a good boy. So uh, he doesn't give, <laughs> doesn't give me trouble yet. Good mama. doesn't give me trouble yet. But, and then my husband, uh, disabled veteran, he's had a lot of back trouble in the last past, a uh, lot of years. I fought disability. I'm kind of his advocate for him. Um, so that's been, that's been tough. That's been tough. He was seeing him go through that and not being able to work and all that stuff. So I kind of have to be his, aid in a way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like make and cook, clean and go travel. So yeah, I could, you know, you do what you do. God gives you the strength to do it. And, um, I think sometimes the devil will throw these things as like, Oh, I have to do this or I have to do that. And it's like, no, I get to do those things. Like, thank God that I'm in a position where I am healthy enough to do those things. So, you know, it could be a lot worse. People have it a lot worse. I try to always see the positive, like it could be, it could be worse. I've worked so many patients in the physical therapy realm, you know, even little kids that had cancer. I'm like, it, it could be a lot worse, you know, or you could be in a wheelchair and not move or not have limbs. Like, so we, I try to always say like, it could be worse. And that's, yeah. so I just keep going, you know, and, and I'm a big goal oriented person. When God plants something in my heart and my husband will say, that's one thing he loves about me is like, I will, I'm like, nobody will stop me. Like, knock down. Like I'm going to do this. This God's telling me to do this. So I have to, and it's putting up boundaries too. It, it's really saying no to those things that are going to take away that time. Maybe if I got it to do this or this or this, and just be really diligent with your time.
0: Absolutely. That's so key. Can I tell you? So in, in my coaching, I would say 99% of all the women that have coached over the years, have had issues with their time management. You're talking owners of businesses, CEOs, and even stay home moms managing their lives and wanting to build side businesses and things. The time management is so, so, so key. And if it just, I can tell you, just being transparent and vulnerable, it's my biggest weakness. Sometimes when you have greatest weakness, I would say, when I have a compassionate heart towards things or mm. you know, a ministry or what have you, like oftentimes I would find myself, especially when I was single, not so much now that I'm married because I have my voice. I've been married for the last four years, and my husband's really go, honey, you're getting a little busy again. <laughs> you know, I'm like, like Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess he's like, We went out four nights this week to events and to charities and to this and that. Like oh, that's good. you know, yeah. And so, um I'm like, oh, yes, okay, I got to start saying more no's. And um, that is, as a leader, I'm coaching. And even myself, I have to practice what I preach. I have to remind myself and ask myself when I schedule my schedule. And if I get back to doing a handwritten schedule and really sit and look at what my goals are for the week, Mm -hmm. and I focus on those goals and I look at my schedule, suddenly I rework my entire schedule. And so being more attentive to looking at what my goals are for yeah. the next six months, the next month, those short-term goals are really, really important. I think sometimes we look at, okay, I know where I want to be at the end of the year, mm-hmm. or I, next year, five years, but what, do, where do I want to be this month? Where do I want right. to be this week? And then if, anything does not align with those goals. It needs to be deleted out of your schedule. And so I've been much more intentional because of the volume of the things I'm doing and the impact that I do want to make and the impact I want masterpiece women to be able to make for the Lord. I've been much more intentional. And the fact that it's my daughter's senior year, it's my, you know, I've only been married four years now, three and a half, I guess now. And I want to make sure that I'm putting my family first, that's not easy to do when you get so, so busy. And so I don't typically work weekends anymore. I try not to work in the evenings. There's an occasion that I will have to do some of those things. Even our coaching calls, I was doing them in the evenings and Mm -hmm. I'm coaching the women to make their families priorities and none of us wanted to be there. So we all together determined we weren't doing them in the evening anymore. We're only going to do them during the day, even if we have to get up earlier because right. we want to make our families a priority. So, yes. um, it is in the, not that, you know, when you're building business though, I'm, I'm going to give you a little caveat to that though. There are times and seasons you do have to take time, put the kids to bed, spend two hours working in business. Mm-hmm. If you're building an online business, especially if you're trying to leave a nine to five, because there's not mm-hmm. enough time, you can't do it during the day. So there are times that you do have to do that. And but it's gotta be for a season. It's gotta be based on your goals. It needs to be, you know, your family needs to be sold out with you. They need to be in it with you so Mm -hmm. that they are also feeling a part of it. And they're not excluded from those hours in the evenings that you do have to work. Um, and the burnout,
1: the burnout, you know, and then, and then you get regret and you get, you know, your husband, It just causes strife. So I always try to remember the gods of ordained order which is him first right we need to be him first then Absolutely. it's husband wife then it's our kids and then everything else plummets after that and yeah it's something else i say in my book and i just try to always keep that in retrospect too it's like just like you said just yeah be diligent
0: yep. <laughs> be diligent with your Persist time and <laughs> diligence and prioritize set those goals well what would you leave us with? What would be that one piece? You've already given so many great gold nuggets to the women today. What would be that one thing you walk away with to, that they would just gain value from today?
1: I am the epitome of a vertical relationship with Jesus. Like that is like the ministry that he gave me. I would just say, encourage every woman that is listening to just sometimes just step back from the chaos the clamors of the world and just sit with him be still what is he showing you you know if there's part of that needs to be healed healed if it's spending more time with him do that you know we we make time for what's important for us so if we can go in the morning and jump on our phone real quick and look on social media maybe we could take that time and put it open up our bible and spend time with God and pray like and little by little I'm not saying you have to spend an hour with them but let's just start small and you'll see that you crave it, and you want to spend time with them, and your day starts off like that. And you're better for yourself, for your family, for the world, like putting on that armor and just setting the tone right. And that's, I mean, everything else will start falling in place.
0: Amen, sister. That's mm-hmm. the best piece of advice that I could ever possibly give. It all yes. starts there. You can do every great book, every great lesson, mm-hmm. every great thing in the world to grow as a leader, to grow as an entrepreneur. But if you don't have that vertical relationship with the Lord, it's all in vain. We're here for a purpose and a plan and he has great plans for us. Mm -hmm. And he wants that intimacy with us. And so ladies, Um, I encourage you, if that's not part of your daily walk, I encourage you to implement some time with the Lord every morning, just take those small steps mm -hmm. and build and build. And like you said, suddenly then you get hungry now. I catch myself going, wow, I have a meeting. And um, you know what? I've been digging so deep, I, I can't even get out of here. No. I don't want to, and I'm rescheduling. And you know, one of a speaker, and I, I repeated this so many times because I thought it was so invaluable. He said, what, and he was a multi, well, he'd made billions of dollars mm-hmm. entrepreneur in our, one of our um, LifeWork leadership speakers. And he said, what would it look like if you abided with the Lord every morning until he released you? Ooh. Ooh, yeah. That is
1: powerful, yeah.
0: Yeah, so when you think of it from that perspective, not of when my schedule releases me, when I think I should go, when God releases Mm -hmm. me from abiding with him, I start my day. How would your day look? So I'm going to challenge each one of you with that today, ladies. How would that look like for you if Mm -hmm. you abided with him until... He released you and I'm challenging myself to that as well. Mm. So thank you for being on our podcast. And I, as always, um, just, I haven't just enjoyed speaking with you and I love how God has used you. You have so many great, um, talents and so much wisdom to share with the ladies. So Malia, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much. And ladies, if you haven't joined our masterpiece women, um, Mm -hmm. podcast, on our website, or if you're hearing us on our Apple or Google or Spotify, but you haven't checked out the videos on YouTube, make sure you check them out. We have videos there on YouTube as well. We have courses. We also are doing our membership platform. I'm always asking women to join us and say, grow with us. Build whatever it is that God's calling you to build. Is it a business? Is it a ministry? We have all the tools for you, but the key is to do it in collaboration. Our heart is to do it together. We together are stronger than apart. So join the Masterpiece Women membership program. It's free for the first 30 days. You get to join all the different programs we have going on. And we do a couple of weekly meetings and some other things. It's all on the website. Check it out when we love, love, love you. Jesus loves you. And so do we. God bless you, ladies.